I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. It's not another thing. It's like you need this to organize your life so that you can focus on the things you want to focus on. And I mean, it makes me so sad, but it's also the truth to admit, like you are in that spot where you're like, do I quit? Do I like, I mean, how many teachers have said, okay, what can I do with my degree? I mean, I'm in these Facebook groups with teachers and that's the most common question. What can you do with a degree, but not teach? And I mean, it hurts, it hurts my heart because I have kids in elementary school and it hurts my heart because I've said it to myself before. And you're just like, I don't want to quit teaching, but what can I do to help myself feel better? Because we all were in that place. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. Hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to episode 107 of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. This is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I'm your host, Amber Harper. I'm so excited that you're here because I am here to empower you and any other burned out teacher out there to believe that you deserve and can achieve a happier and more fulfilled career in life with my eight-step burned in process. And great news, the doors are wide open to the spring 2021 cohort of the Burned In Teacher Mastermind. I am so excited about this. We closed up the winter one. We've got people in the Burned In Teacher Tribe Facebook community ready to welcome new masterminders today, right now. We had an awesome workshop on Thursday evening where we talked about boundaries, but then how boundaries open more possibilities. And that if you want help, if you want to be guided through overcoming your burnout and you want to look at your burnout as a true opportunity to grow and to make changes that you've never maybe considered making before or changes that you wanted to make but you just didn't have the support necessary to help to encourage you and empower you to make, this is your opportunity. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash mastermind so you can learn more. I want you to send me an email if you have a question at support at burnedinteacher.com. I am really looking forward to having a lot of conversations now through Wednesday evening about this opportunity that you have. And trust me, if you're saying, Amber, it's spring, like I ain't nobody got time for this. Let me tell you something. And as you just heard Holly, my burned in teacher driver who uh, was, was more than willing to come on the podcast and share her story and her transformation and her encouragement for you to put that time excuse aside. There's never a good time for a big change or even a small change for that matter. There's never a good time. And let's face it, we can always use that we're too busy as an excuse to stay where we are. Speaking of Holly, let me introduce her. Holly Trakowski is a 
Title I Reading Specialist here in Indiana, where I am from. She's wrapping up her 15th year of teaching, and to practice self-care, she enjoys exercising, reading, scrapbooking. We're actually in our own little Facebook Messenger group uh, with other Vernon Teacher Tribers who have also uh, expressed their love of exercise, but she's also a fan of practicing the hard, scary self-care, which you're gonna hear her talk about in this interview. So I want you to let this this interview wash over you, energize you, excite you, and help you to think about the possibilities that are there for you when you begin to set these boundaries, not only between the people, places, and things that are standing between you and what you truly love about this one life that you have, but also setting some boundaries between you and your own thoughts and your own beliefs and how sometimes those can be the hardest boundaries to set. So after you listen to this interview, I encourage you to send me an email at support at burnedinteacher.com if you have any questions about the mastermind. It's going to kick off May 2nd and the doors are closing on Wednesday, April 28th. So don't wait. And of course, go to burnedinteacher.com slash mastermind to learn all the details. I am so excited about this. And without further ado, let's jump into my interview with Holly. Holly, thank you so much for joining us on the Burden Teacher Podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you are in the world, what you teach, and uh, just let us into your teacher life a little bit. Okay, so um, I've taught everything from preschool, actually. Um, My student taught in a Montessori elementary or a Montessori school. So that's kind of a different uh, perspective in my background. And then I've done kindergarten through fourth grade at the elementary level um, for over the past 15 years. So during that time, um, I've served on a lot of different committees. I've attended almost all professional development um, that's been offered by my district. And then In the last five or so years, I've actually began presenting professional development until um, like pandemic life happened. So um, that's been a little different. Um, I've been at the same elementary school now for 10 years, and I toggled between second and third grade a lot. Um, Would stay in second for a while. We used to loop, and so I would loop up to third and then back down to second, and then that changed when the Common Core Standards came out. So I was kind of stuck in second grade for about 10 years. And then I asked my administrator to move me to third grade to see if that was the change that I kind of needed. And um, along with the burnout story, that's kind of where it started as I just felt kind of stuck and I wanted to um, try something new. So I moved up to third grade for a year. And that was last year when the pandemic happened, we all became virtual teachers and Not that that was stressful enough, but adding teaching a new grade and doing it virtually, um, having my own two children at home, so trying to teach them as well. And at our school, um, the reading specialist, I'm at a Title I school in Northern Indiana, and uh, she was retiring. So I thought maybe that was the direction I want to go. So I decided I would apply to be the new Title I reading specialist at the building that I'm in. So currently, this has been my first year doing that position, and um, I absolutely love it. It's very different from being a full-time classroom teacher. Um, The amount of work is probably about the same, if not different, just a lot of data 
data collection and um, RTI process, and I still meet with groups. So I still get to experience teaching. Um, I teach reading through two different programs, Hegarty and Foundations, um, to first through fifth graders. So it's a whole new experience where I'm not teaching all subjects, but I'm teaching all grades one subject. So that's kind of where I am right now. I love me some foundations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning all about the science of reading. So my new professional development has been learning all about the science of reading and how important that is. So I'm, I'm still learning, which is nice and fun, just different. Yeah, it is very different. I, I just loved it though. I learned so much through that program about why our language is the way that it is and things are spelled the way that they're spelled. So it's just really an interesting program. So I have to ask you, when you were going through burnout um, a couple of years ago, after you said you used the word stuck, um, you said I was stuck in second grade for 10 years. Did you experience, I, I mean, what, what happened in your journey there close to the end of your time in second grade that, how did you know you were experiencing burnout there? Um, and what caused you to, to decide that maybe the change you needed was a grade level change? So, and I hate to use the word stuck because I did love second and third grade. I love them both. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really fun age. So I don't want to say I was stuck there. I think I was feeling stuck towards the end. Like I have always taught second grade and, you know, every year nobody wants to change. So when you get your sheet asking, you know, what grade level do you want to be in next year? Or when your principal asks you what you want to do, it's so easy to be like, I love where I'm at. I want to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I experienced a lot of partnership change. So I would have a teaching partner. We're a very small school. So there's only two of us in each grade level during that time. And you would have a teaching partner and then they might move to a different school and then you get a new teaching partner. And then they're only there for one or two years and then they switch to a different grade level or they move out. And so I was constantly getting new teaching partners. So then you start to question yourself, like, is it me? Like, why, why are all these people leaving? And um, I, I just teach the same curriculum. So we had the same, you know, reading adoption. So it was the same stories every week and the same math curriculum. So it was the same math lessons every, every, every unit. And you just kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, I can only change things so much or make it more exciting in different ways to the point where you're just like, okay, maybe I need to do something different. Mm -hmm. um, I also have two young daughters who are currently in kindergarten and third grade but they go to my same school. So they're also in my building. And I didn't ever want to experience teaching their peers with them. Like, I don't think I would mind having my own children in my classroom, but I never wanted to be a question um, with parents or anything about, you know, it just can get kind of sticky when you have students in your class and then you're also friends with them or your children are friends with them. So I wanted to experience something different there too, where I wasn't in the same grade as my own children. So would you say in that case, you were kind of burned and bored, like you were just kind of going through the motions, needing a change and, and you had an opportunity and you took it. Yes. And I didn't even know that till I took the quiz and was, I mean, burned and bored and then also burned and unbalanced because for other areas of, I'm sure we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. um, but just felt like I was doing the same thing, just going through the motions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so let's fast forward then to 
what brought you to the burn and teacher mastermind? Because there's a little bit of a story there as well. Uh, obviously the pandemic, you know, played a part in this, but like you mentioned, you had, you had some of those burned and unbalanced qualities and that I know we've talked about in the mastermind, we've discussed those things, but, um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe even the pandemic aside, all of the things that you were involved in that were causing you to feel extremely unbalanced. So because my children come to my school, I'm very involved in my PTO for the school. And so over the last couple of years, I've taken on some leadership roles with PTO and with teacher leadership. Um, We've been doing girls on the run for a few years. So I'm a coach with that. Um, Both my children play softball. So I'm a coach outside of school coaching softball. And I just kind of was getting the feeling of overwhelm where I was just involved in so many things, even in the building and outside of the building where I was feeling burned out because I was doing school nonstop. Um, And if I wasn't doing school, I was doing something for school outside of school. So I got to a point where um, it was at the beginning of this school year, we had a staff meeting in the fall and one of the teachers had mentioned um, your book. So she talked about, you know, there's this book called Hacking Teacher Burnout. She had read it and she thought it was a good idea for the staff based on a variety of reasons, but also because of what we had been going through um, the year before. And it was kind of a busy time. So we decided to table the idea um, just because it was beginning of the school year. We were actually face-to-face starting in September. Um, So there was a lot going on. Um, And then what I decided to do on my own was um, I saw your book and then we, I like just Google searched you um, and I looked up your name and I found your Twitter and your Facebook and your Instagram and just started following all of those things. And then I saw the podcast. And so I started listening to that um, in early November and I've listened to, I think every week since then. Um, and I've even shared it with other staff members before we started our book study, just to sh- like, like you feel like you're speaking right to us, like you're telling us the things that we need to hear. So just listening to the podcast, I felt better about what was going on and how to try to help myself. Um, and then I was listening to one of the podcasts and it was the series on clarity. And I listened to all three of those. And then you had spoken about the, the mastermind program. And that's when I decided, you know, I think that might be my next step is I I change positions and I I like where I'm at. I like what I'm doing now. Um, But I think that would just help me organize my time and my life a little bit better to prioritize, you know, um, outside of school items, inside of school items and how to make it all work. And thank you so much for, for talking about the podcast and the book and everything. I just, that, that means a lot to me. So how was your experience in the mastermind? Are you, are you comfortable with sharing, you know, some of your, some of your transformation, some of the the realizations that you had and some of the steps that you've taken in your, in your current career? So I've been very lucky that we decided to do your book as a book study and it ended up lining up perfectly with the mastermind. So when we were on hack number one, the staff was on hack number one, and then we moved to hack number two and the staff was on hack number two. So I was able to take kind of what we were learning and and, um, pair it up with what we were doing with the book study. So it kind of did a 
a double whammy for me because I was able to spend a little more time on each chapter since I was doing work for both. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say the mastermind has helped. I mean, just at the very beginning, when you identify your burnout type, you learn about yourself. Like what, what is it that I'm struggling with? And doing that book study with our staff, we, I was able to relate with other people. So I was able to talk to other people and then having access to the mastermind on Facebook, talking to other people who are experiencing the same burnout type as you, just so you felt less alone, um, trying to change yourself and make these decisions can be hard when you're all alone. I mean, like you're, you're a teacher, so your husband doesn't understand if, unless he's a teacher. Um, or related to the school and your friends who are your friends, but not your teacher friends don't understand. So it was nice to have um, a support system. So just going back to identifying what is it that's, that's what's wrong. Um, and then like figuring out your stage and exactly where you line up um, in your burnout type. And I really enjoyed taking those personality tests because I never would have done that if it wasn't for this course. Um, learning more about myself and why I act the way I do or how I react to certain situations. Um, And then I actually took a step that was very uncomfortable, but I reached out to some of my colleagues and I knew what my friends were going to say about me because we're friends. So we talk all the time, but asking some colleagues who I get along with really well. um, I even asked my, um, my, my own children, their teachers, to give me a perspective, you know, as a parent and as a educator, and then some people that I don't speak with all the time. So just like trying to figure out how I'm perceived by others in order to open up and acknowledge, you know, what others see in me, Um, and then begin to work on those things. Because if you know anything about change, that's probably the hardest part is hearing, hearing the reality. So that really opened up um, my eyes to a few things that I wanted to change and then help me change them. So going through the course, I would also say like learning how to create your schedule. So I mentioned all the different things I was involved in and how am I prioritizing my time? So I am an early riser and I'm up um, before 4 a.m. most mornings um, to exercise, but also that's when I decided I can get my best schoolwork done. So instead of staying after school, um, like some people do, or working at home in the evening, I have two young children, I have a husband, I didn't want to spend my evenings always thinking about school. So I was learning how to budget my time and scheduling my schoolwork so that it worked best for my life. So my evenings can be spent with my family and um, on doing what I want to do. Same with my weekends, Um, telling myself that I can do things. So just going through the course kind of taught you to, it's okay to say no to things and it's okay to say yes to what you want to say yes to. And if I take a Saturday off, you know, the world did not end. I haven't worked a Saturday since we've been doing the course. And so that's been a huge realization for me. I can like barely talk. I'm like smiling ear to ear. It's, it's, <laughs> so cool to hear that, to hear that transformation just, just from you here in this space. So I'm just, I'm so, so excited for you. 
and how lucky you are that your staff had decided to do, or your fellow colleagues had decided to do this book study in addition to you going through the mastermind. And uh, and just to make sure that we're clear, it, the mastermind goes quite a bit deeper into overarching themes than the book does. So you had the added advantage of offering that perspective probably to your to your colleagues as well. So I have to ask you this because this this came up this has come up even in this conversation um, the <laughs> this idea that it's just a busy time and I hear this from from teachers a lot I said it as a teacher and it, it's a reality it seems like no matter what time of year we are in <laughs> or what season of the year the like literal calendar season we are in that it's super busy so I know that there are teachers listening that they want to join the mastermind or they, they want to explore the idea, but they're telling themselves, I'm too busy. What, what would you say to a teacher who is feeling or, or saying those things to themselves? So like you said, every time is busy, like fall, beginning of the school year is busy. Um, winter, you're looking forward to your break. So that's busy. Um, spring is busy. Summer, you want to relax and spend your time on your on yourself. So, I mean, I guess that's the biggest thing is what do you want to change? Or if, if you're realizing that you want to change, you have to make time for that change. It's no different. Like I said, I like to wake up early and exercise. So if I want to exercise, I need to change my schedule to make that happen. Um, we all got into teaching for a reason. And hopefully it's because we love children or we love learning and we love teaching. And so in order to, to keep that and not lose that, you kind of have to make time for yourself. So um, going through this mastermind, I mean, we learned the strategies on how to make the time for this change. And if you want to, in order to grow and change, you, you kind of have to do the hard work. Um, I mean, that's my biggest takeaway is I did the book study with staff members and I tried to reach out to colleagues to do this mastermind with me. And that was their response is like, I'm too busy to read or I'm too busy to do the mastermind. But for me, it was most important because that's where I was in my life and I needed that change and I knew I needed it. And so in order to make the change, I had to do the hard work. And I think that's what's important too, is like you said, the mastermind dove deeper and just doing the book study and answering the questions from each chapter isn't going to, to get you where you need to be. You have to actually dive deep and hand write your schedule out and, you know, um, really ask yourself some of the things that you ask us in there, like, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself in one year, three years, five years? And I mean, I really think that's some higher level deep thinking that not everybody wants to do, especially if they're kind of um, in the rut or not wanting to um, admit their, their change needed. But if you want to be responsible for yourself and your time and your life, and you want to grow through that burnout, then you need to make those changes so that you can feel successful in your life or job or just to have happiness again. I love everything that you said there because it's so, so true. And conversations that I've been having with teachers lately, whether it's over DMs and Instagram or Facebook message or email is that I have teachers saying, Amber, is, am I crazy for feeling like 
I love teaching, but I hate it at the same time. And that I, I, I have actually enjoyed teaching from home. And now we're going to go back in, into the classroom within the next couple of weeks or, you know, next fall. And I can't imagine things going back to quote unquote normal. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been interesting to me for teachers to feel like they're crazy when they're really not. They, they, a lot of teachers are having all of these emotions and they, they love teaching, but they just don't know what the change needs to be in order for them to continue doing this incredibly hard work, especially when it seems like there's always a new challenge. There's always something that seems to be um, another thing that is just added on to the stress and the pressure. And um, I, I've told teachers before too, that, you know, this isn't another thing. This is the thing to help you to process all of that. Do, do you, you're shaking your head. Yes. Yeah. Would, would you agree with that? <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking as you were saying it. It's like, it's not another thing. It's like, you need this to organize your life so that you can focus on the things you want to focus on. And I mean, it makes me so sad, but it's also the truth to admit, like you are in that spot where you're like, do I quit? Do I like, I mean, how many teachers have said, okay, what can I do with my degree? I mean, I'm in these Facebook groups with teachers and that's the most common question. What can you do? with a degree, but not teach. And I mean, it hurts, it hurts my heart because I have kids in elementary school and it hurts my heart because I've said it to myself before. And you're just like, I don't want to quit teaching, but what can I do to help myself feel better? Because we all were in that place. I mean, I can't mention one. I can't think of anybody who didn't feel the overwhelm and the burnout and the stress of working from home or being virtual and having to live that life for one month or three months or six months, or some people have been doing it for a year now. And it makes me sad to think they, they just can't help themselves or they don't know how to. So I'm hoping this by me speaking to you and reaching out um, a little bit out of my comfort zone will help other people say, listen, this is me. And this is what I need to do to, to get better or to improve or to feel successful again. And what I love about what you just said too, is that this is, this is a way to help you process, you know, that the mastermind is not meant to help everybody to reach the same goal that you get to determine what it is that you want. And I don't know about you, but I think that our community is pretty amazing. Yeah. So like all the people, um, I've reached out to a few people on the messenger we even created a teacher bod group for Beachbody on demand, the people who like to do the workouts together. And we still communicate right now. Um, but just having that, that relationship, it's, it's been even deeper than some of my colleagues here who did the book study with me, just because we, we dove so much deeper and we had looked at things so much and it just brings the clarity to your mind of what you want. And like you said, my goals are different from somebody else's goals, but I feel um, a sense of relief because I feel like I've reached, I've reached those goals that I was striving for. And obviously now I can set more or different ones. Mm. I love that you brought up the fact that, that you almost felt like you could communicate deeper with the Burnin teacher tribe mastermind uh, community, because I have noticed and, and this program has been going on for a couple of years in different forms. 
I think I have found the best form to deliver Burn and Teacher University and to walk through this with you guys. This has been so much fun. And that's why I'm so excited about this upcoming cohort. But what I had noticed in, in the past when I when I just um, offered Burn and Teacher University by itself is that there was almost like this isolation of teachers who finished it. They would tell me, I feel so alone and I feel guilty. I feel bad for feeling so good. <laughs> because nobody else understands me or I'll say something and I'll be met with rolling eyes or blank stares. And that like, that tore my heart to shreds because that is certainly not how I want my burned in teachers to feel. I want them to feel like they, they, they're really, you know, they, their beliefs have changed so much and the way they're using their time and their habits and their actions are changing. I certainly don't want them to feel guilty because they, feel so good. Well, and I will be honest, like that is exactly how I felt in our, not in our, the book study. Um, not so much with everybody, but it was just when things would come up and we would talk about a chapter and I would have like strong feelings about something, but I was by myself with those feelings because you could just tell they either didn't read the chapter fully, or they didn't do the work that you asked to do in that chapter. And obviously I dug deeper because I did the mastermind. So I did it. I, I went further. I took it steps further and I did feel very alone. Like, why aren't you guys seeing the things that I'm seeing? Or, you know, just didn't have the same energy that I did about, about the topics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to, to a teacher who is feeling alone, who is feeling like they love teaching, but they hate the current situation, or they know they need a change, but they don't quite know what that change is. What, what piece of advice would you give to them, Holly? Oh, I would say that, I mean, what I was trying to accomplish by joining the mastermind was I wanted to find and develop that clarity, um, just about myself in my school and where I sit there and then becoming balanced in my own personal and professional life. And just, I felt like everything was out of control. So I was trying to find the control. Um, and if, if people are feeling that way, where they're just feeling out, out of whack, they're, they're feeling like they're not um, knowing what's going on or just feeling like they're struggling with that burnout. Um, I took the words from you that you are responsible for yourself. Um, not others. And so if you want to accept that responsibility for your time and your life, and you want to grow through that burnout, then this is what I would recommend is to go through the process of the burned in teacher mastermind and just make the changes that are necessary in order to build your future and what you want from your life personal and professional. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you added that on there that I just, I can't think of a, a better way to, <laughs> to end our time together. Holly, is there anything that I've left out that you'd like to share today? I don't think so. I think that's everything. And just thank you for creating and, um, being here. Um, like I said, it's the, the time hasn't ended. I'm still connected to our, my mastermind group and still connected to the podcast, Facebook community, and I still feel connected. I don't feel like I was just kind of left alone. I still have resources and people to help help me stay in my my unburned outness. <laughs> <laughs> You're burned in. My burned in. Yes. 
I love that. And, you know, just to reiterate, just because you reach burned in status, that stage five doesn't mean that you can't, you know, slide back into a previous stage. So that's why this community is so, so important. And I'm so glad that we have connected Holly. Can you tell people how they can connect with you if they have any questions about your experience, maybe on social media? Sure. So I use um, Twitter for educational purposes only. So that'd probably be the best way to get a hold of me. Um, on Twitter, I'm at H, capital H, Trukowski, which is really fun to spell, capital mm-hmm. T-R-U-C-K, Truk, O-W-S-K-I. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Holly, thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story and for hopefully giving some hope to people who are feeling like they don't know what their next step is here at the end of the 2020-21 school year. Of course. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope to see you in the mastermind with us starting May 2nd. And until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.